0: You you want to see something really scary?
1: What's the boogeyman? As a matter of fact, it was.
2: I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work.
1: The Grave
2: Plot Podcast Welcome everybody to episode 156 of The Grave Plot Podcast I am Skeletoni I am Taylor of Terror And once again we bring you this disconnected show
0: (laughs) Socially disconnected
2: Uh, Yeah, we're still uh, recording remotely Hopefully this is the last one nope I'm gonna tell you right now it won't be well yeah I guess even still we'd have even if the order doesn't get extended we'd still have one more I guess um but like we said last episode as of right now in the state of Washington the stay at home order is through May 4th but I'm, I'm yeah I'm getting a very strong suspicion that it's gonna last longer than that
0: yeah, we can't all be Florida.
2: Oh, God. Did you see pictures of uh, the beaches? Yep. Within
0: half an hour. Fucking ridiculous. Like, th- this is why we have stay-at-home orders, because people can't be t- told, maybe you shouldn't, and think, oh, maybe I shouldn't. They the, hear, maybe you shouldn't, and think, but I can. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. Like... You know, there in several states because of, you know, dictator Trump saying, oh, we need to liberate all these straight uh, these um, uh, states, which is just about one of the most dangerous things he's ever said. Um, now, in those states- Which is really
0: saying something.
2: Right. Now, in those states, uh, we've got these redneck gun-toting assholes uh, basically running, like, doing these uh rallies at like um at uh, state capitals and government buildings they're doing it here in Washington that's what i i think I, I think i heard that um and it's just like this this is why the human race is like destined to uh extinguish itself because we're just so fucking stupid as a species <laughs>
0: yeah uh the other day cheese was reading something about like these astronauts getting ready to go up into space we we were joking that they're probably like get me the fuck off this planet (laughs) yeah um i was joking this is how we'll discover aliens because they'll blast off into the space and the aliens will be like no
2: you got the COVID. get back It's just like uh when when they gave um smallpox blankets to the Indians. It's like we're spreading right spreading earth diseases to new new and uh, foreign species. <laughs> um, but anyway. So uh everyone on your stead is still uh still healthy? Yeah. How's uh how's staying at home all day working?
0: I mean it's 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 not bad. It's it's boring and it, it's tedious, but it's you know it's not bad.
2: Yeah, kind of the same thing over here. It's like, um, it's, cheese is still going to work occasionally, right? No, not anymore. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, my wife is still going in like two or three days a week, which drives me nuts. But you know what can you do? <clears throat> but like. I haven't seen anyone other than her, like anybody I know in, let's see, despite my better judgment, we went and saw my uh, sister-in-law and her new baby. Um,
0: Yeah, we saw that on Facebook and we were like, (laughs) ooh. Yeah, I didn't want to, but
2: whatever. But that that's been a couple of weeks at least. I've kind of lost track of time. <laughs> um, but uh, that that's the last I've seen anybody other than my wife. I haven't seen my family since we were in L.A. last month. I haven't seen you since it's been that long. I guess. Um. So yeah, like I'm, I'm you know I'm I'm a I'm a homebody. I'm really introverted anyway. So it's not. Weighing as heavily on me as it is some people, but even even I'm starting to get a little itchy just sitting around the
0: house all day every day. It's like yeah, the the worst part for me is lunch because I'm always like I I would like to go out to like you know Wendy's or something. I mean, I could, but at the same time yes. it's like yeah, I'll, I'll just stay here and have an, a peanut butter jelly sandwich again. Right.
2: <laughs> we've we've been ordering out um, a lot more than we should but um, yeah but it's kind of like the same thing it's like you know I'd like to be able to go out and you know uh, just like go sit down at a restaurant just for a change of scenery but you know obviously that's not happening anytime soon it seems like yeah (sighs) I, I wish that we would, we didn't have to wait until, you know, probably the Friday before May 4th to know if it's going to be extended. It's like, at this point, I feel like Inslee, our, our governor here in Washington, I feel like he would probably have at least a pretty good idea of whether or not it's going to need to be extended. Especially now yeah, that Washington, Oregon, and, and California are all, like, they've all formed this... This allegiance to you know coordinate their states opening again right um
0: but i don't know things are weird <laughs> it's it's a weird fucking time to be alive let me tell you yeah. like i
2: honestly i i never would have saw this coming i never would have thought we would have gotten to this point in in my lifetime
0: no, I mean, yeah. even when this thing started, you know, you can go back and listen to us on our episodes when this first started. And we're like, you're, you're not going to get trapped in your house. And here we are.
2: Yeah. Ate
0: those I words, mean, you can I still guess. go buy toilet paper, though. Yeah. And actually, you can actually buy toilet paper in a lot of places now. <laughs> yeah, people finally realize they don't have to hoard toilet paper. Right. Like, you know, we I,
2: I may have said this before, but, you know, right before this started we were low on toilet paper and <laughs> I just, I was at the store and I bought a big pack of it. She's like, all right, well, this will last us a while. And then, you know, everything started going down and, and you know progressively getting worse. It's like, fuck is this, like, there's like a 24 pack of toilet paper. And it's like, is this going to be enough?
0: <laughs> I saw something on Facebook or something the other day. And it was like, here's your new budget. Gas, $0. Leisure, $0. Groceries, $1,600.
2: <laughs> yeah, I... uh Yeah, I've... And, and what's blowing my mind is just how much... Like, when I sit and think about how much time I've just sat in the house and not done anything else, it's mind-blowing. Yeah. <sighs> but... And how many times <clears throat> I've
0: run the dishwasher...
2: How many times you've run the dishwasher?
0: Yeah, I run the dishwasher like four times a week.
2: <laughs> this is just because you're
0: eating at home more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and not getting takeout and stuff, so it's everything's on plates. Right. Yeah. You know, like for the first few weeks, we were pretty good about just you know eating
2: at home, um, but then we started running out of food, and just never really made it to the store because it's not that we wouldn't eat at home it's just that we wouldn't go out and buy like a week's worth of groceries yeah you know we we would basically go out day of it's like we would try to decide early on in the day what we were going to do for dinner or one of us would decide and then usually I'd stop at the store on my way home from work and just get whatever we needed for that night, and that's how we did our grocery shopping. So shopping a week at a a week or two weeks at a time is not really uh, familiar to us, right? Um, so we've been so we we went out and we bought a bunch of food, and we actually did some good sh- a good amount of shopping for a, you know two three weeks however long. But now we're starting to run out of food and we haven't been back to the store, especially now because they're like telling everybody that they should wear masks when they go out in public. Um, it's just like, well, maybe I'll just avoid going out in public.
0: (laughs) Um, I mean, like, but uh, uh, Fred Meyer, you can like order online and then go there and they'll bring it right out to your car. That's what we've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. There is that. Um,
2: But another thing we do is like if we don't really know what we're going to do for dinner, we usually just will go to the store and try and wander around until something looks or sounds good. (laughs) Um, So we're not really doing ourselves any favors, but we have been trying to avoid going to the store as much as possible. It's, It's not so much for me, like, you know. It's not being picky about who it's affecting anymore. Like it was, you know, people with respiratory issues or people that are older that they were the highest risk. But, you know, now you keep hearing about people, you know, in our age bracket or even younger that are getting sick and not necessarily dying, but getting pretty sick. Yeah. And it's like, so... I have that concern for myself where I don't want to get sick, but my biggest concern is with my wife who has asthma. Uh, She's uh, immune suppressed. Um, So she is like a a huge target. She's very at risk. Um, So I, for for her benefit, I try to avoid going out as much as possible. Um, So, yeah, it's just, I don't like like the commentary doesn't really seem to do doesn't, doesn't seem to do much to help because it's just it's so f- fucked up and weird that like even talking about it doesn't make it any better
0: yeah <sighs> and I love I love the people that uh you know, go to the protests to to reopen America or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. and they're they're all wearing masks or refuse to get out of their cars, and it's like you see the irony, right? Right, yeah. Immunities! <laughs> well, it's like you, know, you got people like
2: my dad, who when this was all starting, uh, you know, when when we were down in L.A. and things were starting to get starting to get hot you know especially up here because down there I think it was bad but people didn't know it was bad yet but it was very clearly bad up here at home and you know starting to get bad in New York Um, and you know just seeing what had happened in China uh, trying to convince my dad that this was something very serious was like like trying to tell him the sky was was purple you know he just refused (laughs) to believe it but now even he, like, can't deny the situation. Like, he's, he thought that the panic, you know, the widespread panic was outrageous. He still holds that, and to an extent I agree with him, but even he has to admit how serious the, the virus is and how it's, how it's affecting people's lives, and even how he himself is considered high risk. <clears throat> It's like my sister and I were both trying to convince him of that for what seemed like weeks, um, but it seems like he's he, he's gotten a clue at this point. He's finally getting it. Yeah, but anyway, just
0: stay the fuck home. Yeah, exactly. Like, just
2: you know, there there's a, a, a decades worth of films a tv available to you online just watch something and keep yourself
0: busy yeah like just watch we, the office again that's fine
2: <laughs> yeah i mean you can only watch it for so much longer you might as well get one more watching. well it's
0: moving to peacock but yeah but yeah but who how many people are actually going to get the peacock we just upgraded our internet today did you? So I'm hope, yeah, I'm hoping we now qualify for the free peacock. But it was it was really awkward because the guy had to bring us the new modem and a new cable box. And so he like came up to our apartment door and like put it on the doorstep, and then knocked on the door, and like stepped backwards, and then we had to come out and pick it up, and then put down our our old equipment so he could take it away, and then step back.
2: <laughs> That's so fucking awkward. Yeah, <laughs> we uh, so you know we've ordered from like Uber Eats and DoorDash and they both have had this contactless delivery for, for a while now. And it's like you order from it and we've got this little table next to our front door. Um, and people have just, there, you know, the delivery drivers have just been setting the food there and leaving. We ordered Papa John's the other night. Um, and I was basically expecting the same thing. Um, but, but, uh, my wife went and answered the door, and like I went to go grab the dog so they wouldn't lose their minds. And he, the dude set the pizza down on the, on the, uh, on the step, like on the, on the patio. He stepped approximately six feet back and just stood there waiting for her to sign the receipt. And then she signed it, set it back down, closed the door, and the guy walked back up and got it and left. It's like, this is the weirdest fucking exchange.
0: it it, it feels like you're doing a drug deal or something like yeah it feels like you're doing something super sketchy right (laughs) like in some kind of fucked up drug deal but
2: um yeah like i don't really know what the point was like i don't understand why we still need to sign receipts that is so ridiculous like we're at an age now where that's Completely. I said you paid online. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You paid online and I tipped already. So it's like I'm not giving you more of a tip. So,
1: yeah, go so what away. the fuck
2: am I signing for? <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: But anyway. It's a strange new world we live in now.
0: And it, it, next time next next time you do that, you should like put it on the ground and then when he comes to pick it up, then just be like, just walk away. <laughs> He'll be like, What? Just walk away, man. <laughs> We're done here.
2: <laughs> It'd be interesting to see how much of this stuff continues after everything. You know, people keep saying go back to normal. And, like, I don't know how normal things are going to get. We may have a new normal when this is all over. Yeah. But anyway.
0: Yeah, like many people pointed out, all these things that, you know, weren't, quote unquote, weren't possible before suddenly became possible.
2: Right, Yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm contemplating like it's like do I really need to start working in the office again? Is that gonna, right? Gonna yeah. be necessary? <laughs> Cuz I was already working half days from home anyway. Um but I don't know. Maybe just so I don't have to keep doing this for no reason. I'll, I'll go into the office. Just yeah, sitting just at to home see four all different day, walls.
0: What's that? Just to see four different walls.
2: Yeah, exactly. <clears throat>
0: All right. But yeah, so like, we've been... Uh, cable... Doing... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, cable companies and stuff, they're like, oh, we're going to open up our broadband for, you know, to X amount of gigawatts or whatever the fuck. And, <laughs> what? uh, and people are like, oh, so you could have done that at any time then.
2: Right. Yeah. Fucking So artists. you're throttling. It's funny how, like, all these um, companies like like, like YouTube... Or like um I think Netflix to an extent they're like Netflix, I believe is capping people um at a certain point um and uh I know YouTube like you can still watch videos in HD um but the automatic setting is like like three sixty or four eighty or however, though Oh, because there's so many more go. people using it now, right, but it's like I really feel like that may have been. Uh, an overreaction because v- exactly what's happening? Like, I really think the the uh, internet providers were really understating how how much bandwidth they had available. Yeah, especially with like five G coming around now, it's like, come on, give me a fucking break.
0: Well, I mean, five G caused the coronavirus to begin with, so.
2: Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> Just ask Woody
0: Harrelson. What no. <laughs> He, Wait, does Woody Harlison's crazy? Wait, what? <laughs> does he believe that?
2: He was like uh retweeting or share or resharing uh conspiracy theories about it or something.
0: So oh I Woody know.
2: Yeah, I know. I don't know to what extent he believes it, but it was enough to share shit like that.
0: Which but even I, if you're doing it, you know, ironically or sarcastically, it's like, no, there's enough people out there that are gonna see that and believe it. Especially coming from a celebrity, because people think celebrities know more than normal people for some reason. Right. Yeah. Either that, or they need to shut up. If if they don't agree with them, then they need to shut up and just stick to acting or whatever. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> but as soon as they say something they like, then they're you know, um, you know it's it's gospel.
0: Well, yeah. I Woody Harrelson said it, so it must be true.
2: <laughs> All right. I think we've uh, been bullshitting long enough. It's been about 20 minutes or so. Yeah. So. Probably enough um,
0: COVID talk. Yeah, I think
2: so. So let, let's press on with the show. Um, before we get started with things, I want to thank our gravediggers over on Patreon. These special folks are helping us helping us through the muck. Uh, they're supporting our show financially. Um and uh, Keeping our lights on so to speak. It's not an expensive show that we run here, but it does cost money um, So we want to thank Jordan Morrison Kevin Trent Carlos Rodella, horror addicts Max Zaleski and Aaron Meyer uh, Thank you so much guys for your help. Um, it, it means a lot and um, Before Taylor can get to it. I'm working on your fucking videos
0: Because <laughs> I know it was coming <laughs> I was just going to breeze over it this time, but... Oh,
2: well, okay.
0: Because I was tired of trying to put your feet to the fire. Oh, thanks. I appreciate I, that. I was like, he's not going to fucking do it.
2: <laughs> I'm going to do it, goddamn it.
0: <laughs> anyway, Taylor, if anybody else wants to help us out, where can they go? Well, if you enjoy the show and want to, want to uh, help contribute monetarily and get some exclusive content head over to patreon.com slash graveplotpodcast Get perks for as little as $1 up to $100 which will get a tattoo of a fat unicorn on my ass someday.
2: Someone will do it. Some, yeah. Some Who knows when, when I'll
0: be able to get the tattoo at this point, but you know. Yeah. Like uh, I was asking Matt
2: the other day or back the other day, yesterday um, about gift certificates just because I wanted to you know, not only start getting that, getting those wheels moving. Cause I got that stimmy. Um, but, uh, you know, just cause like I said, I think it was last episode, you know, you've got these, these, uh, self-owned, uh, companies and businesses, small businesses that are really struggling, especially when they've been ordered to close is, you know, they've been deemed non-essential. Um, and so tattoo shops being one of those. So it's like, a, Want to help him out as much as I can <clears throat>
0: but Anyway I feel like um, tattoo shops are going to be like One of the last things to reopen too Because you're like in such close quarters And you're dealing with you know skin on skin and Yeah for sure Yeah so we'll see When that happens but
2: Anyway Okay So uh, Should we get st- get started? Yeah let's do it you want to talk about this little thing here or is it no we've talked enough okay all right well let's talk about some horror business
1: business.
2: all right starting out with some real world horror we're gonna take a trip down to Louisiana that's how they say it right
0: Louisiana fast
2: like Popeyes, yeah, like the Popeyes, yeah.
0: <laughs> Love that
2: chicken from Popeyes. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> I think, I think their their phrase, their their slogan is Louisiana fans. I don't know if they actually made a song out
0: of it. <laughs> oh, um, it's the same cadence.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you. I don't love that chicken from Popeye's because it gives me (laughs) the fucking fire shits. I don't know that
0: I've ever had Popeye's. What? I don't know that I've ever had Popeye's. Really? I don't think so. Huh. Well, I've only had
2: it a couple times because that was enough to teach me never to eat it again, so. But anyway, down in Louisiana, you know, times are tough like they are everywhere else. People are quarantining and... Uh, unlike a lot of places, they have instituted a curfew, um, specifically talking in Acadia Parish um, in the city of Crowley. Um, and so every night at 9 p.m., people are supposed to be in their homes for the night. You know, no more, you know, talking to your neighbor from six plus feet away. No more, you know, last minute emergency runs to the store. Everybody's in their home at nine. Um well wait oh wait,
0: hold on, is this a Katie or Arcadia? Uh it's both. Hmm? It's both. It's both. Yep. Okay. Don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alright, well, the police down there, um, in an effort to remind people of the curfew, have uh, decided to start sending a police call cruiser around town uh you know just letting people know that it's 9 p.m and they need to be at home and what if they opted to use none other or nothing other but the siren used in the purge movies to announce the start of the purge so i mean as if things weren't bad enough uh actually okay so uh deadline was uh quoting a resident saying uh as if things aren't bad enough the crowley louisiana police department played the purge siren to notify its citizens of the evening curfew
0: um so that's neat (laughs) it's acadia by the way
2: it is acadia yeah no r okay um like what fucking genius thought that that was going to be a good idea
0: well, what I think happened is that they were like, "You know what? Fuck it. Let's just make everything legal for one night. Maybe these people will get <laughs> out of their system, then they'll stay home." Right? But then they, just they did pull it. Off and some people- steam. Right. <laughs> then they did it and people freaked out. So they were like, "Oh, just kidding. As a mistake."
2: <laughs> it's like, "They don't they don't really want us to kill each other, right?" I mean, <laughs> No, no, that's not what we meant at all. It's just, it's just a joke. It's a joke. It's funny.
0: <laughs> is, that, is that the, the, the purge? Are, are, we supposed to, are, we, are we supposed to purge? Are we, are we purging? <laughs> all right, get your coat.
2: <laughs> get that bat with a nail in it. <laughs> like in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. I don't know
0: why you have that. <laughs> uh Um, For just such an occasion, Harold.
2: (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, Acadia Parish Sheriff KP Gibson said in a statement, uh, Last night a purge sign was utilized by the Crowley Police Department as part of their starting curfew. Uh, He said, We have received numerous complaints with the belief that our agency was involved in the process we were not involved in the use of the purge siren <laughs> and we will not utilize any type of
0: siren for this purpose. So there's that. <laughs> All this reminds me of is when I first moved to Brooklyn and the first time I went to Williamsburg on a Friday night and they they have a siren that signals the beginning of, of uh, um, Sabbath. Really? And I was, yeah. How strange. And I was walking to Cheese's house and it starts going off and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, do I run? Like, what do I do here? <laughs> this was. And I'm like looking around and n- nobody else is reacting. So I'm just like, I guess this is okay. <laughs> it's like an air raid siren. And I'm like, what the fuck? How
2: fucking weird. Like, I mean, is Brooklyn still really. Uh, does it have, still have a really uh, big Jewish community?
0: In Williamsburg, they do.
2: Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if that was still a thing. I knew they did it. I knew historically that was uh, a popular place for Jews to live, but I didn't know that it was still a thing.
0: Oh yeah, she had a Hasidic landlord. I remember you telling me that. That guy was weird. Didn't <laughs>
2: she so like to talk about his hat?
0: Yeah, his like fourteen hundred dollar hat. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. I don't think I've ever, like, aside from, like, a
2: house or a car, I've never spent that much on anything.
0: <laughs> right? Nothing I would wear out every day. Exactly. <clears throat> but, like, I hear people talking about spending $250 on sneakers, and I'm like, you're dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like sneakers.
2: <laughs> I think the most I've ever spent on, a like, a, a piece of clothing that I would wear, you know, most days, if not every day, was, like, a leather jacket. And that was probably like
0: maybe like after tax, like $150. <laughs> yeah, like when I first moved back here, I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to I'm just gonna spend the money and buy a nice written coat. Mm-hmm. Anyway,
2: so I think the moral of the story is is if you want people to obey by or abide by a curfew, you don't need to use a purge siren to get them to do it.
0: <laughs> I mean, this could have been a lot worse. Because like you could have had people just, just be like, oh, shit, we're purging. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, it's
2: time to purge.
0: Like, didn't... They're filming the series. I thought down. I could! <laughs> Aren't
2: they filming the series down there? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Okay. I thought so. I, I thought I remembered that to where Gigi went to film her
0: episode. So maybe some cop just heard it and was like, oh, that's a good siren. Let's use that. <laughs>
2: It's like, well, they left the siren behind when they were done filming the show. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's talk about something else.
0: so hbo has decided that they need another streaming service this will be their third
1: yeah it's called as hbo
0: do. max yeah of course uh who do they think, who do they, think they are google <laughs> google's like we need five messaging apps they
2: have five messaging apps
0: well they have their their sms one they have hangouts there's a messaging thing in, uh, I think there's one in Duo. Then they also have the uh, business version of Hangouts. And there's also a messaging thing in YouTube. You can direct message in Google Photos. That's too many things. It's, it's, it's so dumb. <laughs> <sighs> but in a similar way, nobody needs three uh, streaming services. But HBO has decided that they do. I don't know what the difference between HBO Max and HBO Go is, or HBO Now. HBO, let's see. HBO Go is the one that's like live. It's like watching HBO on the go, and HBO Now is the on-demand. So I don't know what HBO Max is.
2: Maybe it's just going to be like exclusive things. I I don't. I don't fucking know. (laughs) It's dumb. It's dumb. Dumb. Dumb.
0: Anyways. Yeah, it's gonna have a series from jj abrams and bad robot based on the shining it's called overlook it's not so much based on the shining as it's based on the overlook right so it's not just a clever name <laughs> naturally Uh, HBO Max has handed out a production commitment to the one hour drama described as a horror thriller that explores the untold stories of the Overlook Hotel I mean
2: I don't know (laughs) it's like you know if you read The Shining or even if you see the original like Stanley Kubrick Shining as different as that was from the book there weren't a lot of strange things happening there. I mean, aside from what... Um, uh, fuck, what's his name? Jack? No. Um, oh, Christ. Uh, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Uh, the, the, the black guy. Doc? No. Or Dick? Dick, Dick yes. Halloran. Halloran, yes. Um, aside from the stuff that he would see while he was working there, I mean, there wasn't a lot of like strange goings on. Like basically, all the ghosts and all the the the, the presences that were existing there were from, you know, people that were at this New Year's Eve or this Fourth of July Fourth of July party, you know. In the 30s, and I don't know. I feel like they're just going to have to be making stuff
0: up to to make this fit. (laughs) It's kind of the impression I got, yeah. But, you know, who am I? (laughs) But if the first episode isn't the blowjob bear, then I don't care anymore. (laughs) Uh, Kevin Riley, chief content officer of HBO Max And president of TNT, TBS, and True TV Is HBO guy. owned by Turner?
2: Not to my knowledge
0: Huh uh, He said, what could be better than an original JJ idea And then Warner Brothers letting them loose on iconic IP from Stephen King Hold on He they, they
2: just contradicted himself Said an original idea by JJ Based on iconic IP from Stephen King That's that's a Contradiction It's not an original idea It's an yeah, adaptation it, of something That already exists
0: And by all accounts the only Real IP they're getting from Stephen King Is the name The Overlook Hotel
2: <laughs> Right yeah because everything that Was covered in The Shining was already Covered in The Shining <laughs> Right And or Doctor Sleep
0: yeah. Uh, the project reunites Bad Robot, Stephen King, and WBTV, who previously collaborated on the psychological horror series Castle Rock for Hulu. But is Stephen King involved in this? Because I'm not hearing his name. In Overlook? Yeah. I mean, f-
2: based on this, I wouldn't think so. I mean, aside from just having his name on it.
0: Right. And then even that could just be, you know, based on. A story by.
2: Right. Um, HBO is owned by Warner Media.
0: So how does this guy work for Warner and Turner at the same time? I don't
2: know. <laughs> Unless T. Are TNT and TBS owned by Warner now? Because I mean, Ted Turner's dead, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah, is? it's a
0: it's a unit of AT&T's Warner Media, <laughs> proud member of one of America's six companies. <laughs> now wait, did they buy it in like the nineties? Um, because now I'm thinking maybe what happened, but they're like the reason that uh, WCW went out of business because they kind of like forced out WCW when they bought Turner. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I could
2: spend 20 minutes trying to look through this, but
0: yeah, <sighs> it really anyway. is ridiculous how it seems like there's only like a handful of companies left. Everything's owned by something else.
2: Yeah, and they're all owned it's by Scheinhardt
0: Wig Company, right? <laughs> there's like Exxon Chipotle or something like that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean I, I, I'm not one to just you know naysay something based on a Stephen King work I guess you know historically they haven't been very good um, but I'm always game for another one I guess <laughs> um, but I don't know did, did you watch Castle Rock?
0: I started to I didn't ever finish season one Did you just lose interest, or yeah? And it was when it was like episodic on Hulu, and so I couldn't, I didn't really like pay attention to when the new episodes came out, Mm -hmm. and so I just kind of yeah stopped paying attention. Now that I can actually binge it, I would like to go back and do that, but
2: yeah, I keep telling myself I should, and I just never do. Yeah, I heard season two was really good. You know, they brought in uh, the Annie Wilkes character. Yeah, played by Lizzie Kaplan, which is a weird pick. Yeah, right. Uh, apparently, she killed it. That's what I. That's what I've been hearing. But you know, when you know, if you read the book *Misery* and watch the movie, you know, watch Kathy Bates play Kathy or play um, Annie Wilkes, uh, like it's it's perfect. Like the, the 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 comparison in the book to what you see on screen it was like identical. It was like It was like the role was created for her. So, when you see somebody like Lizzie Kaplan play the character, like, I don't get it. Right. (laughs) But, whatever. But, anyway, so, I mean, the point of that was just like, you know, Castle Rock, for me at least, was very slow to start. I had a very hard time keeping with it. So, it gives me pause that uh, Bad Robot and... You know, Warner Brothers are working on this one too. But...
0: Yeah. We have HBO Go, so I don't know if HBO Max is going to be like part of that subscription or what, but if it is, maybe I'll check this out. Yeah, I know
2: we're... We have the HBO channel on Hulu. um, So I, I don't know if it's going to be on there or not, but... I mean, if it's not, I'm not going to fucking watch it because we're already paying like fucking... a month for this channel I gotta pay another $15 to watch this one show right but well
0: we'll we'll see.
2: see we will see here's something I'm sure Taylor is probably really excited for. I am. (laughs) Um, uh, It's being announced that an officially licensed Friday the 13th board game is being released this summer. Uh, It's going to be called Friday the 13th Horror Camp Crystal Lake where gamers can play as five different camp counselors and try to stay alive for five nights while being hunted by Jason Voorhees. That's a tall order. Five nights, yeah. I mean cuz you think about it most uh Friday the 13th movies take course take place over the course of like a day maybe two Right <laughs> Um a specific release date has yet to be announced but the new game game is expected to come out this summer for the price of 29.99 Hey and you know with any luck uh, we'll still be on quarantine so it'll be a perfect t- thing to play um well, I guess you couldn't really
0: play it with anybody. I was going to say, as long as you live with people.
2: <laughs> yeah, I keep thinking it's like, you know, we have these board games. um, And it's just like, oh, yeah, maybe we could sit down and play a game. But like most of them are, you know, a lot of games are like two to four people or two to six people or whatever. But it's like it's not very fun when you're playing with two people.
0: Yeah. And it goes so fast. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, you know what? Skip it. <laughs> I have this this board game based on the thing, and I I still haven't played it. I got it for Christmas last year, but it's like a minimum of four people. Oh, is it really? Yeah, I thought you'd. I thought
2: it was like you know two or three or, or four people. Or, I don't know enough I think to it's where four you could Jesus Christ! I guess that makes sense. You know, if you're trying to figure out who is infected then you would need a handful of people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's not me, so
2: <laughs> maybe it's like the the end of the movie where you just sit there and freeze out in the tundra <sighs> and and wait out and see that that's that's the, the two player version. You just sit there and, yeah. and wait. <laughs> um Uh, In this anxiety-driven, press-your-luck horror game, players take on the roles of cliche camp counselors like the stereotypical nerd, the partier, the nice guy, the final girl, and the diva. Oh, the diva and the jock, as they must rely on a chance and strategy to survive five nights being terrorized by bloodthirsty Jason. Coveted tools of survival are just within your reach to randomly draw from a camp bag. Cast iron pans, gasoline, cleavers... Flashlights and more Collect them to make various combinations for points And use additional fear cards For ways to escape his attacks You only have strategy and supplies To keep you alive But the odds of returning safely to the camp To get, get slimmer in, with every turn Steal your supplies from oh wait, Steal supplies from your friends uh, Take them to your cabin Or keep what you can And, f- and wait out the nights Wait god I Keep. Sometimes I think I have dyslexia <laughs> Steal supplies from your friends Take them with you to the cabin Or keep what you can Or keep what you can find and wait out the night
0: To be the last one standing
2: It sounds very similar To the
0: Friday the 13th video game
2: Which I guess makes sense Minus
0: the zombies and bats
2: Zombies and bats
0: Oh wait Not the the NES Friday the 13th video game (laughs) No. (laughs) No 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 the new one Okay, because I was like, yeah, this doesn't sound anything like that, but <laughs> hu- humor him, humor him, let him go.
2: Uh, but uh, no, I mean, like, as as far as, uh, you know, setup, it, it sounds very similar, which I guess is kind of bound to happen. I mean, you've got a similar situation. There's only so many different ways you can go with it, but I'd be
0: interested to see exactly how this plays out. Um, I'm also but, curious about if this is officially licensed, how is that happening with all the copyright bullshit going on right now?
2: That is one hell of a point.
0: <laughs> I'm wondering if it's not officially licensed. Or I, I mean, wonder I'm looking if- I'm looking at the box, and nowhere on the box does it say officially licensed, but I think you'd be looking at lawsuits if it wasn't.
2: Yeah. I mean, I wonder if maybe they did have licensing and yeah, they got her license from it for it you know years ago, and they've just managed to uh, get this pulled together, finally get production going, yeah. yeah, because I mean, you know, we look at uh you know tape massacre. Or even the fucking clusterfuck that was the Evil Dead Two board game. You can, I mean, we we've seen that game board game development takes a long fucking time. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, you never really think about all the kinks that need to be worked out to form a functional game. Speaking of mixtape, did you ever get your um, Black Death up? Uh, yeah, booster.
0: You did. Yeah, have you played with that yet? Yeah, how is it? It's uh, it it can be really hard. Really?
2: Yeah. Is that the intention? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: they've got
2: they've got something and you know, else. It, w-
0: yeah, Sorry, I was go gonna ahead. say while we're on the subject of mixtape masker, they just had started a new Kickstarter for the invasion booster.
2: Is it is it an expansion? I okay. I, I thought I wasn't sure if it was an expansion or
0: a new game. It's an expansion to Escape from Tall Oaks, which was their second full game.
2: Oh, I guess I didn't realize they had put out a second game.
0: Yeah, it's actually it's a full game, but you can also combine it with the original game.
2: Interesting. Got I don't a have a lot that of one. people, I guess. Um, I mean, I
0: think you would have to to make it worth it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, on the subject of uh, group
2: games um, that you can play with your friends once you're allowed to, um, uh, Trivial Pursuit Horror Edition is coming out this fall. This is actually That's what fun. I'm
0: more excited about. Hmm? I'm actually more excited about this.
2: Yeah, like trivia games are where I shine. So like, you know, you know, move a piece on the board, that, that type of stuff, it's... It's like it's fun, but it's not really my forte. Trivia games are really where I have a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, this is this is cool to see. Uh, we've got eighteen hundred blood curdling questions from across all horror genres that will test your mastery of the macabre. Rely on your skill and luck to make it out alive through six killer categories: gore and disturbing, psychological, killer, monster, paranormal,
0: and comedy. One of these things is not like the (laughs) others.
2: (laughs) Um, This game includes six custom movers, monster hand, doll head, straight jacket, goat head, cleaver in the brain, and table saw. So, yeah, that's fun. Um, Uh, Dibs on
0: goat head. (laughs) Okay, I'll take uh, cleaver in the brain. (laughs) So Cheese is, like, a, a really big Trivial Pursuit fan. Uh-huh. Uh, she likes playing the 90s version because she can beat me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, like, I saw this and I showed it to her and her reaction was literally, no. <laughs> that was it. That was all I got. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's like, you know, I have... God, I have two games at this point that are basically horror Trivial Pursuit. Um... And, and like, I haven't... The only person I can play it with is you.
0: Yeah, like, Linsa she'll only play if it's... If she's on a team with me against you and Kristen or some variation thereof. As long as we're both playing with a handicap. (laughs) Yeah, as long as we're against each other. (laughs) Right?
2: Uh, Yeah. It's kind of a bummer, you know... we, We have other friends who are into horror, but they're not really friends that we... Like hang out with a lot Right
0: They're our Crypticon um, friends basically Yeah exactly
2: And it's like It's not that we don't like them It's just that We haven't really developed Those kinds of friendships with them
0: It's just that we don't like them
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah We've got uh, was Slash cards And Let's see I think the other one's just
0: called Horror trivia um, No brain cells lost on that one <laughs> Right I, I I could be wrong But
2: Anyway, yeah, I've got two of these games and I think I've, I think I've like sat there and challenged myself and just read through cards because I didn't have anybody to play with. Did you Nobody win? Nobody wants to play with me. What? Did you win? No, I lost my ass. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh, summer for uh, Friday, Friday the 13th board game and uh, fall maybe. for...
0: Maybe. Yeah. It, well, a, a lot of shipping and stuff is getting delayed too, so. I guess that's true.
2: Um, and then, yeah, and uh, Trivial Pursuit Horror Edition coming out in the fall. So.
0: And look for a uh, mixtape Massacre Invasion on Kickstarter. They're funded, but give them money. Fuck it.
1: <laughs> it was a zombie jamboree, took place in a New York cemetery. It was a zombie jamboree. Took place in a New York cemetery. Zombies from all parts of the island. Some of them was a great Calypsonians. Although the season was carnival.
0: Again, <laughs> I saw this thing and earlier and it was like, who like you have to pick one, horror edition. And it was like Carpenter or Craven. Uh there's two other ones I don't remember. And then the third one was Mike Flanagan or James Juan. I was like, well, that's not even close.
2: Yeah, easy question.
0: Uh, but someone who is not on that list, but who Tony and I are both fans of, is Fede Alvarez, who of course directed the Evil Dead remake as well as Don't Breathe. Yeah, we haven't really seen much from him since. He's yeah. been uh,
2: he's he's done some uh, producing, but he, I don't think he's really directed anything.
0: He did the girl with the bee's nest or whatever. But that.
2: That's right. Yeah, the girl who kicked the horn at I forgot, I forgot that he directed what that. <laughs> sure, yeah.
0: <laughs> What'd you hear? Oh. <laughs> well, he's now directing a zombie movie called 16 States. Ooh. According to the According to the Hollywood Reporter, um, the, quote, zombie pandemic thriller, hmm, maybe not the time, uh, 16 States for Lionsgate, of course, who acquired the hot new spec script penned by John Rakua and Glenn Ficara the writers behind Bad Santa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as well as Focus and I Love You, Philip Morris. That's weird.
2: But, I mean, what's I don't know Focus? what Focus is, but... Oh. What's that? I was asking what Focus was. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have no idea. I don't, I don't if I heard of it, it didn't really stick. But, yeah. I mean, I Love You, Philip Morris and Bad Santa are obviously comedies. Right. So, <laughs> unless this is going to be, well, it's a thriller. it's not. It doesn't say it's a comedy. No. Uh, oh, well, I mean, you know, we've seen comedy guys step outside of their comfort zone and do horror before.
0: It's true. Jordan Peele has pretty much changed his career at this point.
2: Yeah, Jordan Peele and um, fucking um, Mark uh, Duplass. Oh yeah, I wasn't thinking of him, but yes. And uh, the guys that did Halloween. Um, Danny McBride, Danny and,
0: McBride, um, and oh, what's his partner's name? I can't. David remember. Gordon Green. Yes, that's the one.
2: Sixteen oh, states focuses what? That's girl. The girl in the spider's web. That that
0: was the new one that he did. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> okay uh, 16 16 states focuses on a pandemic maybe not the time this time with zombies with a story of a mother trying to reach her family at the center of it the project has been described as having shades of the will smith zombie movie i am legend uh, i hate when people say stuff like that like, oh it's similar to i am legend oh so it's similar to omega man right which i mean was based on i am legend but
2: Omega Man was the better representation If nothing else Because it didn't have Will Smith in it
0: <laughs> Have you heard the rumors That apparently him and Jordan Peele Are working on a Universal Monster movie I have not heard that I was going to put it as a story But I was like it's a rumor And there's not a lot to it at this point So,
2: I mean I like Jordan Peele But I, I, I don't want Will Smith to be
0: involved with Well I mean anything really <laughs> Like, I was trying to think of what universal monster movie they could make. Like Will Smith the Wolfman? Or... I hope not. I don't.
2: You know, making him Genie was bad enough. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway. Uh, so yeah, this is basically it's a road trip during a zombie pandemic. Which seems like a bad idea.
2: I think road trip during... Yeah, that's... You don't want to do that. No, stay the fuck home. I guess that's more or less what Walking Dead was for, what, the first three, four seasons? Well, yeah. (laughs) Which I guess could arguably be be considered the best seasons. Except for two. Yes, two was doo-doo. Two was good for the purpose of setting up season three. But aside from yeah.
0: that, season two was garbage. Two did have that badass finale, though.
2: Yeah. It was like the one good episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we were like, it was all worth it! Not really, but still, that was cool. <laughs> At the time, it seemed like it. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, casting is yet to be announced, and it's not been revealed when the movie will start filming. But I'm going to tell you, it probably won't be anytime soon. <laughs> because Hollywood has... Stopped. <laughs> Much as the rest of the world has Yes Ironically, they can't make a movie about a pandemic Because of a real-life pandemic
2: <laughs> Sweet irony <laughs> Well, we'll see when this actually happens <laughs> I just moved in my new house today Moving was hard, but I got squared away bells started ringing and changed rattle aloud. I knew I'd moved in a haunted house you know Taylor in this day and age of uh, remakes you know what movie I've been really fiending for a remake of
0: BJ and the bear <laughs> <laughs> yes
2: <laughs>
0: and anyway which any which way but loose <laughs> Why can't they bring back a remake good shows Like BJ and the Bear <laughs> That's but a no. concept I can't get enough of a man and his monkey <laughs> <clears throat> But
2: no uh, What I've really been itching to see Is a remake of the 2001 Classic The Others Starring Nicole Kidman
0: Well, then have I got good news for you. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen that? Yes.
2: It's boring as shit.
0: Yeah, it is. And the end is so predictable.
2: Oh, God, yeah, it is. And, like, that was, like, my first real foray into uh, PG-13 horror movies that want want us to take them seriously. And, like, at the time... I, I wasn't as like uh, in, uh, not enthralled, that's not the right word. Entrenched. Entrenched, yeah, enveloped in horror as I am now. And it just didn't really occur to me. It's like I'm watching this movie and it's just like, why is this dog shit? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I didn't realize at the time that it was because it was a PG 13 movie. It, it was a movie that wanted to be R. But they made it a PG thirteen movie, and that was why it was shit. Um, and also, it was very, very dry and very British, which also didn't help. Yeah, it's kind of a similar thing to the Woman in Black. It's very British, very dry, and also very PG thirteen. So just, just skip it. <laughs> but. Sentient Entertainment has won the rights because apparently there was a battle for them uh, to remake The Others, uh, the 2001 I've film. Ne- what's that?
0: I've never heard of Sentient Entertainment. Me neither. So it um, couldn't have been that big of a bidding war. <laughs> Unless it's like these other
2: brands are like, you know what? This is more than we were ever planning to pay for this, so <laughs> take it. Just, just take it. <laughs> People at Sentient are like, yes we won <laughs> pop the bubbly
1: a little bit of the bubbly <laughs> uh,
2: the, the original is a 2001 film directed by Alejandro uh, Eme- Amenbar, uh, Amenabar Amenabar um, yeah. Star Nicole Kidman as a mother locked away in a sprawling manor house in England with her two photosensitive children their lives are turned upside down by the arrival of three mysterious servants and becomes more clear by the moment that they are not alone in the house.
0: Now, isn't that neat? I feel like just reading that synopsis, you can figure out the end. Right? <laughs> or fall asleep. One of the two. And here, uh-huh. here's my big question. like <laughs> The... the, 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 the. should 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 the should the should the sorry i just start went off on a stuttering tangent uh (laughs) the the end i think at this point most people know what it is so how do you remake that how do you put that genie back in the bottle
2: yeah exactly you can't remake a surprise ending because people already know
0: yeah it's like remaking the sixth sense like it doesn't there's no reason for it
2: yeah and surprise, surprise, hey, the mother and her kids, they're the dead ones.
0: Yeah, I say Sixth Sense, but it's the same ending.
2: Yeah. Um, let's see. Apparently, the intention is to update the story, moving it into 21st century and leaving the original periods and setting behind. So it's going to be... adding
0: cell phones.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> technology, <laughs> that, that's how you know that you're in the 21st century is when you have I cell phones. I think this is our dumbest running gag. <laughs> the, the cell phone gag? <laughs> that, that's how you make things that's how you update things give people cell phones?
0: Yeah.
2: This <laughs> <laughs> is it's it's dumber a dumb joke than... but
0: we, we keep making it every every episode. <laughs> because they dumber? keep remaking things. <laughs>
2: Is it dumber than
0: Tommy Blum or Frank (laughs) Gillenall? It's it. It might not be as dumb as Frank (laughs) Gillenall. Oh man! That squishy sound like a butt.
2: Okay, um, <laughs> too much fun. <laughs> uh, let's see. I am honored to be able to work on my favorite horror film of all time. The Whoa,
0: Jesus. Said said no one ever. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: this is Re- Renee Tab, who works for Sentient. Uh, wow. Somebody needs to... Uh, have a little talk with Renee because I think she has lost her mind.
0: <laughs> or needs to watch I, more movies. Yeah, or like, you know,
2: I think that this girl or this lady might be like like twenty years old. It's like, <laughs> it's like my favorite horror movie of all time. It's like, have you seen, you know, horror movies? <laughs> Um, It is almost eerie and uncanny How timely the themes are today Self-isolation Paranoia And and fear And of course the intense desire to protect our children And ourselves from harm We look forward to unraveling the layers Behind the lead character Grace Whose pain and demons draw viewers Into a truly compassionate journey I didn't get any of that From the original so I don't know what movie She watched (laughs)
0: Well, yeah, it sounds like she's just making a coronavirus version. Yeah.
2: But I, I, it it deeply concerns me that this is that the original is her favorite film of all time, horror film of all time. Like, have yeah. you have you seen another movie like ever? Anyway, so I mean, they're remaking the others, and I'm just like, why
0: though? I I I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> Something else? Anything else? So speaking of remakes, hey who doesn't uh, the- love a remake? <laughs> In modern times Yeah, because cell phones With cell phones <laughs> The long gestating Hellraiser reboot Is finally moving forward And they have signed on David Bruckner to direct That's uh,
2: not so bad, I guess
0: Yeah, uh, David Bruckner recently directed uh, The Ritual for Netflix Which was quite good It was good he also directed Nighthouse, which I'm not sure I know of. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that one. Uh he also directed parts of VHS and Southbound. Uh um, which were
2: both kind of hit and miss depending on yeah. which section you're watching. Or that, segment, I, I mean.
0: I think I remember liking his version his segment in Southbound, but I don't remember which one it was. Yeah. I don't know. Well he, he will helm this Hellraiser reboot uh based on a screenplay by Ben Collins and Luke Pietrowski, uh who wrote Siren, which was an adaptation of one of the shorts, which am I'm I'm guessing was probably Bruckner's short in VHS.
2: Oh, was that his? Okay.
0: I am I'm, I'm guessing, since it's the same writers, I'm guessing they're, they're like a team. I guess so, yeah. Uh, they also wrote the coming of age thriller Super Dark Times, which I don't think I'm I'm familiar with. Me neither. <laughs> we sound so cool right now. <laughs> uh, they also scripted The Sisters of Sawin, which is a upcoming collaboration between Bloody Disgusting and Fangoria, and will be directed by Greg Bishop, who directed Siren. So maybe that wasn't uh, that wasn't Bruckner's. Hard to say. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I don't
2: really know. We're we're not really talking about that, but Fangoria working with Bloody Disgusting. That could be a crapshoot. Who would have thought that would happen? That they'd work together? Yeah. They were
0: rivals for a long time.
2: Oh, eh. I I feel like Fangoria might be really back in their, their film pony. Um, It seems like it, yeah.
0: Since they got bought out.
2: Yeah. And you know, you know, they're they're doing they're they're back to doing print magazines. And so I don't know that they're I haven't actually checked, but I don't know that their online presence as far as publication is really all that strong anymore. So, you know, they're two different medias. Um
0: But I don't know. Yeah, now. But I'm saying, like, back in the day, they were, they were more rivals when Fangoria, like, stopped doing print and was more or less just a blog.
2: Yeah, pretty
0: much. Uh, so the story is being written by David Goyer. I I don't I still don't fully understand how one person writes a story and then another person writes the screenplay. I don't understand why it's not all the same person. But that's why I don't work in Hollywood. Hollywood, man. More like Holly the- Weird, am I right? <laughs> Got it. I just came up with that. <laughs> First time anyone said it ever. <laughs> uh, like I said, Goyer is writing the story. He's also producing. He was one of the producers on Night House, whatever that was. Uh, Bruckner yeah. said on Twitter, "I still don't know what that was." Yeah, I just keep thinking Night Court, but in it, it <laughs> a house. <laughs> It's a night house of representatives (laughs) Uh, On Twitter, Bruckner said That he promises not to hold back So We'll see We will see I guess that means we're getting another new pinhead Yeah
2: Kind of a shame I mean, I'm not too heartbroken about it For two reasons Um like well I'm not I'm not heartbroken about it because I'm not a huge Hellraiser fan like I'm not you know ride or die Hellraiser I enjoy Hellraiser but I'm not broken up about a, remo- a reboot I guess what does disappoint me is that I actually thought Judgment was pretty good yeah um and I kind of thought there might be an interesting way to go about that. And, and actually, I'm not super familiar with the um, the Hellraiser comics, but I was kind of reading about them just randomly, uh, like last week or something like that. And as I was reading about it, I realized there are actually a lot of similarities between um, between what happened in Judgment and the comics. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, not, not like a direct iteration, but little elements of it were very similar. So I kind of would have liked to see that continue, but I guess it wasn't in the cards.
0: Sucks for you. <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah, I guess.
0: <laughs> but anyway. So I'll be interested to see how, like, if it's more of a... Because it, it uses the word reboot in the story. So I'm interested to see if it's more of a remake where they actually, like, you know... Have a similar story to the original, or if it's just a new thing with Cenobites that they just are calling Hellraiser.
2: Yeah, I mean to to do a, a true remake. I mean, you'd essentially be remaking the Hellbound Heart, which is which was a, what the first Hellraiser was. Um, so I don't know if, if you're just doing a story about Pinhead and the other, other Cenobites, but it's not really the story of the Hellbound Heart, then I guess that does really qualify as a reboot, not necessarily a remake. Yeah. So, I guess it's just a matter of how the story, what, what kind of story they're going to use. Are they going to be adapting the original source material again, or are they going to make a new story? But from from what I gather from the, from what we've got here, it sounds like it's going to be a new story.
0: Yeah. But we'll see, I guess. I guess we will. We're going to be doing a lot of seeing. I'll tell you what. Yeah. It's going
2: to be a year of, of seeing. <laughs> that was dumb. That was a dumb statement. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So that's it for Horror Business, guys. Um, we're going to go ahead and. Keep this show running and uh, move into some uh, film reviews. All right. So we've got two movies that have nothing to do
0: with each other. Um, Not not really, no.
2: Yeah. (laughs) So
0: Taylor, which one do you want to start with? Let's start with We Summon the Darkness.
2: Police came across another grisly murder scene last night.
1: Wait, I want to hear that.
2: The walls covered in satanic symbols.
1: Another gruesome, ritualistic murder claimed the lives of six people last night following a heavy metal
2: concert that local religious groups were protesting. This is supposed to scare other people, not us. A... So you ready for Soldiers of Satan? All right, let's go. <laughs> Cheers to a night that we're gonna remember for years to come.
0: Hear, here.
1: My brothers and sisters, the evil
2: that is heavy metal rock music is unwavering in its goal to corrupt our children's souls.
1: Woo! Girls, be careful now. There's a lot of evil out there. You don't think we can fend for ourselves? Boys, do you want to have a threesome with us? How many more children must die in Satan's name? Jesus, Mary and Joseph. It is not too late. Join me in this fight. Incinerate these demons and send them back to hell.
2: Hey, I, I know you. I'm the wrath of God! Why are the police here?
1: Good
0: riddance. Alright, We Summon the Darkness, a uh, 2020 film written by Alan Treza, directed by Mark Myers takes place in indiana in the summer of 1988 we've got these three friends alexis val and bev and they're driving along they're driving along (laughs) they're going to the heavy metal heavy metal music show heavy metal rock concert (laughs) uh from a band called soldiers of satan
2: yeah, which is funny because, like, when they actually go to the show and the music that's playing, that's definitely Merciful Fate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the exact same thing. I was like, they sounded a lot like Merciful Fate. Yeah, it definitely was. <laughs> uh, but so they're driving along. They're driving along. They're talking about vaginas and whatever. And uh, <laughs> this van. Yeah, whatever girls do. <laughs> Talking about makeup and periods <laughs> Which boys they like Jonathan Taylor <laughs> Thomas <laughs> What it was 88 They were probably Probably like <laughs> 10 at the time
2: <laughs> When did home Improvement start
0: uh, Not till the 90s I don't think
2: Yeah that's what I'm thinking <laughs>
0: Anyways, uh this van with this bitchin paint job goes flying by them. Throws a milkshake out the window, goes all over their car. They think it's poo. Uh yep. so then when they when they get to the concert, they see the van. They see the bitchin paint job. And <laughs> they they decide to get back at them. They're going to throw firecrackers in the van.
2: Yeah, and the safe stuff.
0: Yeah. These three guys jump out, and so we're introduced to uh, Mark Kovacs and Ivan. Right, right, yeah. And they're you know, then they just start bullshitting about like, "Oh, what was your concert? Your first concert? Mine was Megadeth, and mine was Slayer, and we're so cool and metal." Yeah, <laughs> it's uh,
2: it's funny because, um. Val and Bev both talk about their first show and then they ask Alexis what her first show was and she like was clearly like, ca- like lying. Covering it, or yeah she's lying she's like you oh know, you know like so a liar <laughs> <laughs> and she's like oh you know so long ago I don't even remember
0: but yeah so and then they- bev Bev saves her and it's like, "Wasn't it the Scorpions?" It's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. The Scorpions, She's totally the Scorpions." <laughs> it's so bitchin'. They played that one song and it's really good. <laughs> I was like,
2: "Yeah, it's,
0: it's sweet. yeah,
2: Scorpions."
0: Yeah, it was sweet. <laughs> but so then they go in and they listen to some Merciful Fate covers and. <laughs> And then they're like, all right, we got to go. And and the guys are like, you know, let's keep the party rolling. Why do we got to stop? And they're like, all right, well, you know, we're staying at my dad's place and no one's going to be home, so why don't you come with us? And they're like, we're going to go get laid. Let's do it. Even though uh, Kovacs got his nose broken in the pit, he's just like, whatever. (laughs)
2: Like fucking Jensen when we went down to
0: went <clears throat> down to Salem to
2: see Anthrax and Rob Zombie and then like he gets his feet. he clearly got his nose broken <laughs> in the pit like we I went to the bathroom and he was coming out and like his face like he, he clearly just wiped a bunch of blood off of his face and his nose was crooked my like, oh, god your nose is fucked up but he just popped it back into place and just, just oh. went on partying Because fucking
0: Jensen can't stop, won't stop. (laughs) But they go back to Alexis's dad's huge mansion and they're all hanging out by a fire and they start playing uh, Never Have I Ever. Right. Okay. So first Bev, is is, she's kind of like, you know, standoffish. It seems like her and Mark kind of got something going on, but she's... You know, goes back into the house and Alexis is like, what are you doing? Why are you being antisocial?" And she's like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyways, they go back. They bring out some some Red Solo Cups. You've seen movies. <laughs> yep. Hey,
2: you mentioned that. <laughs> um, w- when they were uh car barring at the... um at the at the concert and she pulls out those tiny little um solo solo cup like uh shot glasses it's like did they make those in the 80s because i feel like i've only uh, seen those like
0: within the last 10 years yeah i don't think so continuity issue mm, that was somebody's job <laughs> <laughs> somebody's getting fucking fired <laughs> um yes yeah, so they're hanging out drinking and they start playing Never have I ever. And uh, somebody is like, never have I ever drugged someone's drink. And then Alexis drinks. And then Val drinks. And then Bev drinks. Oh, I see oh, what's happening. no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, this is not long after Mark just kind of got up and walked away. And then he just... Kind of fell Just over the out. lawn.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um.
2: How much can I give away here? Probably not much more. I mean, to be honest, it's like they 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 wake up and they're all tied to chairs, um, and the room is all decorated in satanic stuff <clears throat> but really like generic satanic stuff yeah like pentagrams randomly spray painted on the walls and it's like goofy looking goat heads and stuff um so clearly these three guys are in quite the pickle
0: yeah and there's been this wave of satanic killings across the country You know what? Until this point in the movie, that had completely slipped
2: past me. I didn't even catch that earlier. Really? Yeah. I mean, I know when they were in the convenience store, it was on the news, right?
0: Yeah, and Bev also picked up a newspaper that was talking about it. That's right. Oh,
2: yeah, and it was on the radio. Okay. Okay, I remember these now, but at the time, it, it didn't even click with me. But anyway
0: yeah but so I'm yeah. kind of I'm kind of wondering how much farther I can go here I was expecting you to talk a lot more but now I'm realizing a lot of it is spoilers
2: yeah um I mean I guess just have to suffice to say that you know it's clear that these girls were planning to sacrifice the guys but it's not quite what they were it's not it's, not, it's obviously not what they were expecting but even us as the audience it wasn't what we were expecting. Yeah. Um, because it's it's kind of a a double twist. Kind of, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, I think that's pretty much all we can really say about the story without giving stuff away.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I expected to talk a lot more, but it, it just now dawned on me that I'd be giving away a lot of the movie. Right. Um. You do have Johnny Knoxville on TV playing Father Preacher Joseph, whatever. Uh, yeah, pa- Pastor John Henry Butler.
2: There are only three. There are only two people in this world that have three names: serial killers and pastors. You do the math.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so something that was brought to my attention today that uh, apparently in her new book Jessica Simpson talks about how her and Johnny Knoxville had what she called an emotional affair. Random. Right? Like, who would picture <clears throat> those two together? I know. I mean, what does emotional affair mean? I mean, you're just, like, confiding in that person or something? Yeah, basically, you know doing a couple of things that aren't physical. She said they would like write each other letters and something. I don't know. She's is listening to the audiobook of Jessica Simpson's book for some fucking reason. Is it Jessica Simpson narrating it? Yep. Oh God.
2: <laughs> what could be worse than her music? <laughs> fucking listening to her
0: talk for several hours. <laughs> did you ever watch that dumb show that her and Nick Lachey did? Uh, I saw clips from it. I never like watched a full episode, but. I mean, I, I have no doubt that they were
2: playing her up to sound more stupid than she actually is.
0: More stupider? But,
2: yeah, more stupider. Um, but goddamn, like, I, y- y- you can't fake that kind of stupid, I don't think.
0: I just remember the, is this chicken or fish? <laughs> right. Yeah. I know it's tuna, but it says chicken of the sea. I wonder why he left her. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what'd you think?
2: Um, look, Jesus. Um, yeah, not so bad. Um, it's uh, that that twist was—I I didn't see that coming at all. So I was pleasantly like the, surprised.
0: Like their their reasoning.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um I uh I suspected going in from the start that they were like witches or you know just satanists in general.
0: Yeah, that's kind of the impression you get from like the marketing and stuff.
2: Right. <laughs> I mean <laughs> the the name of the movie um
0: alone. But uh Well, if you look yeah. at the poster It's like them around the bonfire, but it doesn't really look like they're partying. It looks like they're doing some kind of ritual or sacrifice or something.
2: Right, yeah. Um, I mean, it's a panagram on fire. (laughs) 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 What could that possibly mean? Um, Yeah, it it wasn't bad. Um, It didn't have... um, I don't know. I I guess I was expecting um, a lot of... I don't know. I was expecting like maybe like some kind of like possession movie or, um, you know, something a lot more satanic. Um, yeah. I, in nature. I
0: definitely got the, the impression it was going to be something supernatural.
2: Yeah. It's supernatural. I, I guess that's the word I was looking for. Um, and it, it really didn't have that like at all. Um, it was not what I was expecting. Um, not to say that it was bad. It just wasn't really what I was looking for from this movie. Um, so, but I mean, it was a nice little, nice little twist, um, to find out what their like true motivations
0: were. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's, def- you know, it's, it's definitely much more of a thriller than like a, a traditional horror.
2: Right. Yeah. If you, I mean, don't go into this thinking that it's going to be some kind of supernatural horror cause it's not at all. Like you said, yeah, it's definitely like a thriller, um, like a, um, uh, you know,
0: almost like a home invasion movie. Yeah, like it, it tonally, it's similar to a home invasion, even though they're in her, <laughs> her home and right. Yeah, they were, there uh, is no invasion, right? <laughs> um,
2: but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't know. I guess I don't really have any complaints about it. It's not really what I wanted from it. I was. Like I said, I was hoping for something more supernatural and that's not ultimately what I got, but, um, I don't know. Like, you know, Alexandra Daddario, she, she plays Alexis and you know, she, she's my gal. So she, it's, a uh, it's hard for her to do any wrong <laughs> in my eyes. Um, I kind of felt like, uh, the girl that played Val, that was the blonde, right? Yeah. I felt like she was overdoing it sometimes. Um but I don't really know if that was just the I, I couldn't determine if that was just the character or if it was just her kind of going a little
0: overboard character wise. I I agree, but I got the impression it was the character. But it it, it did at times it was just like, okay, this girl is too much. She's too over right. the top, like nobody is like this.
2: Yeah. Um Yeah. I mean, like I I I liked the three guys. They were they were funny. And you know, us I, I think I think you can relate is like us having so many friends that are like exactly like that. It's just like it was very it's a very familiar uh, very familiar characters. I mean we could probably
0: identify um, them with friends of ours, if not ourselves. <laughs> when they're talking about like Metallica getting the new bass player and they're like, Oh, he's going to have a hard time living up to cliff and all that stuff. I was just like, that's Jeremy. 100%. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing that kind of irked me about that is like, it did to me felt like they were name dropping. Like it was just actors reading a script.
0: Yeah. It was just like, here, put in some names of people in metal bands. So people know that we're legit.
2: <laughs> yeah. Especially when they kept saying Moose it's like, Did uh, they? yeah, they kept saying, like, Metallica never recovered after Mustaine left. It's like, it's Mustaine. I didn't I can know say it right. That. Actually, I think I think um, the first person that said it, I don't know which character it was, it was one of the three guys, first said that Metallica never recovered after Mustaine left. Or he, he said Mustaine. And then two more people said it. But the, those two people said Mustaine. And yeah, it just kind
0: of irked me. <laughs> maybe it's just because they were Canadian. Are they Canadian? Is that what? I don't know? know. This was this was filmed in Manitoba, so. Oh Manitoba, eh? Oh Manitoba. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're welcome for those Canadian accents. <laughs> <clears throat> um. Yeah, I mean, th- there's not a lot to this. Uh, it's pretty. Once you once you kind of figure out where it's going, it's pretty by the numbers. There aren't a lot of surprises, yeah, beyond like halfway through the movie. So that that's kind of a, a downside of it. Um, um, it. It's the the three girls who are, you know, the characters. They're not killers by trade. This is not something that they do regularly. And that shows in, like, the things that they do. Yeah, there's some which, dark
0: comedy in it.
2: Yeah. Which I could... I don't know. That was kind of a double-edged sword for me. Because um, it uh, it was funny. And it played well to the characters. But at the same
0: time, it kind of hurt the movie. Because these are, like... The things they're doing are dumb. Yeah, it's like when you're not making a dark comedy film and then you try to put dark comedy in it, sometimes it can take away from the seriousness of the movie and it kind of takes you out of the the tension or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like at one point, one of the characters gets thrown out a window and they're just like, (laughs) and it's just like so over the top and ridiculous that it's just like, sure.
1: (laughs) fucking <laughs> goofy
0: like it's that level of ridiculous right when <clears throat> um, the stepmom comes home that was pretty fun mm-hmm. yeah i was just like your stepmom has coke boogers <laughs> <laughs> um
2: yeah, you know, I I thought it was so weird that Johnny Knoxville was in this because you know I'll never take him seriously, um, but he wasn't actually in this all that much. I think no, he's in like the time, beginning and the end. Yeah, like his screen time was probably what five minutes total, maybe. Um, but uh, so I mean, that's fine. It like I like I said, I can't really take him seriously, which isn't a bad thing because. He's, he's a good comedic actor but it's good that he wasn't on screen a lot in this because i think it would have been a hindrance yeah um but yeah i mean it, it's it, it's all right i don't know that this is necessarily something i'll watch again yeah um, i mean honestly probably not um not because it's bad it's just because it's it doesn't really have that replay value I think
0: yeah I would agree so yeah, yeah um, it, it's, it's, it's pretty good it's it's well acted and it's well put together but it does like you said a lot of it is very predictable very by the numbers very kind of uh, tropey. mm-hmm yeah and it's like <clears throat>
2: You know, something I noticed about this was like you know a lot of movies that take place in the eighties, the seventies, they tend to um, they're filmed in a way that is similar to the the styles of that period. This one wasn't. It took place in the eighties, but it was filmed very modernly. True. Which was and- you know in this time of like throwback films. That, that seemed to be really popular right now this, That was kind of interesting That they didn't go that direction
0: Yeah, you almost forget That it takes place in 88 Because there's really nothing Tying it to that time period Yeah Except that they yeah, don't have cell phones,
2: phones. <laughs> Right <laughs> <clears throat> But yeah, I mean Aside from like their hair And to a lesser degree their clothes. Yeah, you wouldn't really know. And the furniture, the furniture in the house was very 80s. That's true. But anyway. Well, you have anything to add else to add about this?
0: I don't think so. I th- I think it just took place in the 80s cuz it was all that whole like satanic panic era with with heavy yeah. metal music and Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Other than that, uh, no, I don't really have anything else.
2: All right. Um, I think I'll give it a. I'll give it a six.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You beat me to yep. it. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's better than average.
2: Yeah, it, like I said, it. I think it's it's worth a watch. Um. Although I mean, as far as like VOD goes, it's kind of pricey. Like it was like eight bucks. It was six ninety nine on Google. Was it?
0: Yeah. Did I how much I paid? Maybe it's, okay. Maybe it was six ninety nine. But still, I mean, with tax and like, stuff, it's almost eight bucks. So
2: right. Um. So it's 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 a little pricey as far as the VOD goes, especially something that you may not necessarily want to go out of your way for, but. I don't know. If you've, got, if you've got seven, eight bucks to spend, then, you know, why
0: not? Hey, everybody's got 1,200 Trump bucks lying around, so... Got that stimmy. <laughs> Little stimmy. <laughs>
2: <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> well, next up, we've got a modern classic, people. A modern classic. In the, uh, film written and directed by Glenn Danzig titled Veronica. Erotica, a movie that I picked out of pure
0: morbid curiosity and nothing else. Uh, yeah, there's no other reason you could. <laughs> right. Um, so this is is this Danzig's first movie? Yes.
2: Okay, because I know he's was he ha- he what is he working on another one? Is that what's going on?
0: Yeah, he's working on the western or whatever vampire western right so yeah this is his directorial debut
2: um and uh oh boy (laughs) you know i'm sure this is not the first review you've seen or heard for this film so you probably know what we're gonna say
0: but fucking christ isn't this based on like a comic or a graphic novel or something that he made Um, so
2: he owns a, uh, comic book company. It's called Verodic. Um, and I don't know if these are based off specific stories, um, or not, but the, they're, it's inspired by his, by the books that he publishes. Okay. Um I, it's an anthology it's got three stories which I wasn't aware of going into Neither was I Yeah okay <clears throat> Um it uh stars a bunch of porn stars and
0: models and Most X-Pac Was X-Pac was in this? Yeah, he was the guy at the strip club that wouldn't let him uh the, the cop into the strip club Holy shit, really? Yeah. Wow. I didn't even realize that. I saw it in the opening credits it was like Sean Waltman, and I was like, X Pac. Oh, see, I, I didn't. I don't know his real name, but <laughs>
2: wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, as far as like people that you might recognize, I mean, I guess there's. Uh... It depends on how much porn you watch. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, you know, people that you might recognize, not being a a porn addict, um, you uh, would be. I guess X Pac. Um, then there was, uh, Sean Kanan who played Mike, uh, um, um, ah, f- f- brain farting, um, Mike Barnes. He was the, the bad karate, the evil karate kid in karate
0: kid part three.
2: <laughs> um, he's also a then, soap
0: actor, I guess.
2: Yeah. 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 He, he does like on like general hospital or some shit. And then, uh, Caroline Williams. Had, like, a five-second part in the third story. And apparently Courtney Stodden was in it, but I didn't... I guess I wouldn't have been able to pick her out of a lineup, but... Just blonde with big tits. It's hard to tell her. That was pretty much everybody in this movie. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Every single woman in this story was just a blonde with big fake tits. It was fucking weird. Anyway, so this... It's all told... So all these stories are um, they're they're bookended by uh, this main character. God damn, it, I forgot her name. Do you have a uh,
0: Morella. Morella. Um, she's our, our crypt keeper, if you will. Yeah, and she's
2: like this weird—I don't know—demon chick.
0: Yeah, she's got these two little, like, fleshy horns sticking out of her hair. Yeah, they look like they're made out of cardboard or something. Yeah, they're, like, flat. I've heard they thought they yeah. were ears. <laughs> um, she's played by uh, Caden Cross, who is a, a porn actress. Right. Um,
2: and so it opens up, and she's, like, walking towards someone, and... It's this woman who's chained up to a wall, um, and then she gouges out her eyes, and, you know, just, it, she, she talks, and it's like, it's meaningless. Like, what she says is completely irrelevant, and
0: <laughs> it launches it, it into really the first. Is. What? It really is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, every
2: word out of her mouth, it's like, it's totally pointless. It's like, why is this character even fucking here? <laughs> And then it launches into the first story, which is the albino spider of Digette. Um So the first, this story is about, um, I guess, some kind of hooker or prostitute um, named Digette. She's played by Ashley Wisdom, who I'm pretty sure is not French. But for some reason, everybody in this story is French. It takes place in France. And I am about ninety nine percent sure not a single person in this is French. <laughs> <laughs> it's it was awful listening to these fucking accents. It sounds like it sounded like Peter Sellers. Like it sounded like a bunch of people doing their impression of Peter Sellers playing Inspector Clouseau. <laughs> Just like these really shitty generic French accents. And, like, each one was more
0: unintelligible than the next. Well, and it didn't help that Ashley Wisdom has her lips, like, Botoxed out the wazoo. Oh, it was
2: ridiculous. It looked like she was wearing a mask.
0: And like, I think Like one of those like, plastic duck bills.
2: Yeah, exactly. And she's wearing this awful pink wig. I don't know why. She just was. Um, but it looked like uh, Angelina Jolie's hair in Hackers, except pink. It's had this weird, like, stupid,
0: like... Widow's peak. Widow's... Yeah, like, I don't... Like, why? Why why are you doing that? Was it supposed to be a wig? Like, what... It, like, kayfabe, is it a wig? Or was that supposed to be her hair? Or were we supposed to believe that was her hair?
2: Oh, who the fuck knows? Everybody in these, like, all... So, in, like, the first two stories, seems like everybody's wearing a wig, and they're all terrible. <laughs> It's like they, they couldn't afford a single decent wig, and I think it might be because they spent every cent of their um, um, budget with the horses in the third story. <laughs> um. So. Um. So Degette, she it opens up, and she's with presumably this John, um, and they're making out. On the couch in the weirdest makeout session ever. It's like, you know, when you watch, you know, when you're making out yourself, or if you like, if you're watching people make out in a movie or a show, you know, there's some variation in what they're doing. They're not just sitting there, just kissing over and over. Um, but that's what they're doing. And she's just grinding on him.
0: Well, she's blowing and him then, at first. Was she? Yeah. When it, when it first opened, she's blowing him.
2: I guess I hadn't really (laughs) taken that part in. I guess. Um. Anyway, so he starts to he's like he's feeling her up, and he starts to pull up her shirt, and she's like, "No, no, leave my shirt down." And he's like, "No, fuck that. Let me see them things." Yeah. (laughs) It's like, give me what I'm paying for, and he pulls up her shirt, and she has eyes where her nipples should be and i don't mean this like tattoos or fun little pasties they are presumably eyeballs. fully functional eyeballs in her tits um why you might ask i don't know because it's never part
0: of the story nope she just does But in full, like, whatever can go wrong will go wrong fashion, Cheese walks in at exactly this moment. (laughs) Naturally. (laughs) But it was funny, though, because she goes, she has boobs in her eyes. And I was like, no, no. Other way around.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um. And so this guy, he's like, "Your tits are staring at me." That's a direct (laughs) quote. Direct quote. He packs up his junk and leaves. And then his then her friend, like her her hooker friend, comes in, and says, "Oh, he's a jerk. You know, you can do better than that." It's like, but she's a hooker. Um. So I mean, shouldn't she just kind of take whatever's paying? But anyway, it's not for me to decide the plight of sex workers, I guess. Anyway, but was
0: was he paying? Because I I got the impression they were just like hanging out. Because she was like, he's, uh, I mean, but he's so cute. Maybe you know, maybe it was a boyfriend or something. I don't know. I don't think it was a boyfriend, but I think it might have been like a a date. Something
2: sure. Um. Either way, she's taking it very hard. She's crying out of both sets of eyes, um, which was just one of the most disturbing things I'd seen in a while. Was eyeballs in tits crying? Um, and then, for some reason, one of the tears from her, uh, from her boob eyeball lands on a on a white widow like a white widow spider which is something i've never seen before an albino spider <clears throat> if you will yeah <laughs> yep the and titular albino la- spider <laughs> it lands on the spider and then the spider mutates <laughs> into a man uh, uh, into a, <laughs> a eight, man spider a man man's spider yeah no Why is this reason. movie? I I I don't I don't know Taylor. I have no answer for that question. <laughs> he sprouts into a man spider and starts killing other hookers.
0: Um, for what reason we don't know. I we we Taylor Taylor. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know why he's doing it. It's not like he's taking he's, out the competition. He's these are her friends. She's like upset about it. Yeah. It's not like she. he's like attacking
2: her enemies. Yeah. And he's acting like he's like doing her a favor. <laughs> he's killing her friends. And he's he's doing it by breaking their neck. Um, and so the, the cops and the media dub him. <laughs> the the neckbreaker. Neck breaker. No, lay neckbreaker. <laughs>
0: because French.
2: Yeah, it's France. Obviously, you can tell by their ridiculous accents. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm French.
2: Why else would I be doing this outrageous accent?
0: <laughs> oh man! But he only comes uh, out when she's asleep. Yeah
2: and that's the thing it's like she dreams about it but as soon as she wakes up she's like so she she thinks that she's killing him but it's really this man spider um, or the lay neck breaker, if you will Um, and then uh, yeah so he's he's killing fools left and right and the police are after him and and it's just I don't know what's going on she has eyes in her boobs and that's the thing hey hey Tony
0: Yes, Taylor. Remember when she went to the porno theater? Yeah, and, and she the was guy like, "Truth or Dare" was there. Yes. Okay, I was gonna ask that if you recognize <laughs> that guy. Um, I like how she goes. This movie is nothing but people making sex. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and she's just sitting there for like what felt like five fucking minutes, just monologuing in this porno theater. I There's can't believe four nobody people. turned around said. There's four people in this theater. Four creepy dudes just sitting there, probably jacking off. And at no point does anybody turn around and say, hey, shut the fuck up. (laughs) But she falls asleep in the theater. And of course, what do these salacious porno addicts do, but try to rape her while she's sleeping?
0: And then she wakes up and she's like, no, (laughs) gets up and leaves. The thing is, she wasn't yelling no at them. She was yelling "No!" at the neckbreaker, <laughs> right. uh, uh. and then he starts like yelling at her from the her subconscious. I don't know. He's just like, "No, don't wake up yet." <laughs> I'm like, "What is going on?" Yeah.
2: And then the cops find him while he's killing somebody else, and. They shoot him, and then he's like, okay, wake up now. <laughs> it's like, I'm fucking dying. Wake up. But th- and then he dies.
0: <laughs> and that's the end of that story. I mean...
2: There's so sp- many sp- unanswered questions.
0: Spoiler alert here. She overdoses. How and- did I... I totally missed that I thought she, like he knocked her out or something No, she overdosed She, she killed herself to get rid of the neckbreaker Was she dead? Yeah, and then the cops find her And they're like, oh, here's another one he killed And the other cop's like, oh, but her neck is not broken It looks like an <laughs> overdose and I'm like, H- how? How? How did you get there?
2: <laughs> There's so many unanswered questions yeah like why on god's green earth does she have eyes in her tits and why that's gonna
0: why that's gonna haunt me for weeks man why did someone give danzig money to make this (laughs) (laughs) who the fuck financed this shit cleopatra entertainment
2: they distributed it. Looks like the production company was Dark Risen Pictures and UFO Pictures.
0: Oh, I don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, I don't know. But this is edited by Brian Cox. <laughs> the Brian Cox? I doubt it. <laughs> I hope not, or else someone needs to set up a GoFundMe so he doesn't have to do this shit.
2: He's like, yeah, I'll edit that when my shit turns purple and tastes of rainbow sherbet. <laughs>
0: Alright we're only a third of the way through this guys Buckle up <laughs> yep. Strap in Sally Because there's more
1: <clears throat>
2: So we go back to Morella Which sounds like a cheese eight. That's my That's my uh, Italian well actually my Never mind It's M-O sorry My 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 grandmother's maiden name Is Morella M-A so, uh, I guess she's M-O but that's a anyway, last name. It is a last name. Yeah. So is Morella. I've never heard of a single person named Morella as their first name. Well, you have now. Have I? Um, anyway, she's back on screen and she's talking. She just she's, says some
0: words. She's saying things and standing there being weird. And uh, then we go into the second story. She literally could have just been saying random words, and I wouldn't have questioned it. She could have just come out and been like, toaster, aluminum foil, Taco Bell. I would have been like, yeah, that's fine, whatever.
2: <laughs> Where are we going with this?
0: <laughs> it would have had the same impact as whatever the fuck she did say.
2: Right. So we launch into the second story, change of face. Um, oh, clever. This opens up. What? Clever. Yeah, so this opens up uh, with this chick walking down this tunnel, because, you know, that's what you do in the middle of the night, um, and she's stopped by this woman who looks like Frankenhooker. <laughs> she's like, hey, she's like, hey, I'm going to take your face. Hey, give me your face. <laughs> she's, she's like, like no, no <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, don't take my face. She's like, I want your face, and this girl's like, no. She's
0: like, oh, all right, well, I just have to take it then. So she does. <laughs> Except you just you just emoted much more than she does. She's like, <laughs> give, she's like, give me your face. No, I'm not gonna give you my face. Okay, then I will take your face. Right. That's it. That's, I'm just like, oh god, <laughs> this is terrible already. So she
2: she takes the girl's face, and um, then we go to a strip club. And there's just okay. Let let me tell you something. It takes a lot, and I mean a lot, for me to not be interested in boobs. <laughs> but Go I on. swear to God. <laughs> but I swear to God, I had next to no interest in what
0: anything that was going on on screen in a strip club. It's this like in a strip club, Taylor. Ten to fifteen minute long scene of girls stripping. Yes,
2: and there's no, uh, there's no story development, none. Uh, no context aside from this is a strip club, and this is what happens in strip clubs. Yep. So they're stripping, and then out comes uh, the the mystery girl. What was her name? Right, mystery girl. Yep. Yeah, mystery girl. Um, she comes out. In a cape. She kinda looks like um almost like like Vampirella. She's got like a cape and like this long black hair. Um actually now I'm thinking about it, she doesn't look like Vampirella at all. She just had a cape and uh the like skull pasties on her tits and a mask around her face. And she's dancing around and guys are throwing money at her. And I don't know why, because she's not really showing anything. She's not she's not stripping.
0: And she has pasties on her boobs and she's Well yeah she came crazy. out almost naked anyways So she didn't really have room to strip
2: Right I, I don't understand this This is like the shittiest strip club I've ever seen Because nobody's actually stripping They're just dancing around And like half of them like They've either got shirts on Or they, like, they've like either got tops on Or they got or they got pasties over their nipples It's like I'm gonna go to another strip club <laughs> One of them was like um, opening
0: her butthole though if that's a, was, your thing,
2: I mean, somebody, Yeah, maybe it's. Oh, there's like plenty really of people that's their thing. <laughs> it's like, let me see that butthole. I got a twenty for you. There's a quote for the show right there.
0: <laughs> that's gonna go on the uh, Veronica DVD. It'll be on the cover. Show me your butthole. I got a twenty for you, Skeletoni. Great plot, podcast. <laughs> It's not a review
2: <laughs> or, or, or even a, like a commentary On the film
0: <laughs> They're going to take Show what they the can butthole. get <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> It'll be like this movie so, Gene Siskel <laughs> <laughs>
2: So Mystery Girl we know that This is the girl that uh, Is cutting faces off And uh, it's becoming a thing and then Detective Mike Barnes, uh, he starts investigating the the recent rash of uh, face, face theft. The, yeah. I think the newspaper says face stripper. Um, and so he's like trying to track down who this person is, and he's really not getting anywhere. He just keeps finding new victims all over town. And then suddenly at a crime scene, he finds a business card uh, for a strip club and then immediately finds out exactly who it is. Like, it's like not even a like he finds a single clue and solves the case. <laughs> it, it's amazing. He's like the best fucking detective ever. He's better th- than Sherlock Holmes. I think her name was the face taker. Was it Face Taker? I thought it was... For some reason, I thought I remembered seeing Face Stripper on like on a headline or something. Maybe it was. Or Face Ripper? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. You know what? Taylor? Taylor? It doesn't matter.
0: I just remember when she introduces herself as it, and I'm like, that's a terrible, generic, boring name.
2: <laughs> like, did you think that one through, or just, uh... uh-
0: I, I'm the Face Cutter. Oh, Okay. <laughs>
2: Then she goes into this one girl's apartment, and she's like, I need your face. She's like, you're very beautiful.
0: I want your, I want to borrow your face. She's like, borrow it? Yeah, she says, I'll bring it back. You can have it back when I'm done.
2: Yeah, and then she cuts the girl's face off, and she dies. So she's not getting her face days, back.
0: days, days.
2: Which That was apparently Courtney Stodden. I don't know who that is. You know who Courtney Stodden is? I don't think so. Uh, she was like, like that underage girl that married that creepy dude from... Um,
0: Green Mile. Oh, yeah, her national spokesman for PETA. Huh.
2: I mean, whatever. PETA sucks, but it seems like they could have done better than that. Right. (laughs) Um. Anyway. So. um, Oh, she's from here. Courtney Stodden is. Yeah, she's from Tacoma. That explains a lot. Um. (laughs)
0: Anyway, so wait a minute wait 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 minute it says she's a musician, and her genre is dance,
2: like dance music
0: i I guess that's not real music, that's just noise, and that isn't usually like something else with dance like I <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> anyway, uh.
2: Yeah, anyway, so back to this So the, uh, the The cop shows up At the strip club, apparently knows exactly Who he's looking for She sneaks up on him and starts cutting his face off And then somehow he shoots her And she runs away And he's like, I'll catch you I I'll, I'll you know I don't care how or when I'm gonna find you And then it jumps ahead, what, six months? Oh, I don't fucking know And she's stripping at a different club and now she's a uh, Mysteria, but basically the same gimmick. So she's not like really being coy about it at all. And she's got a big gunshot scar on her side. <laughs> it's
0: like, it's and like, guys are know, still maybe... like, woohoo, yeah, take my money, show me that butthole.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she, yeah, and like that's that how that's how it ends. The cop never finds her, or maybe he does. But we don't see it, and I don't really care. <laughs> and pres- presumably, she's still see- stealing faces. I don't know. Anyway, so then we go back to Morella and um, yeah, she's just she's just there. She says some more words. She probably said something, but I don't really remember. <laughs> I, I can't imagine she was just standing there doing nothing. She must have been doing something. But goddammit if I can remember.
0: It literally has no bearing on anything. <laughs> like at least the Crypt Keeper makes some puns or something. She's just saying yeah. words. Exactly.
2: So we lo- launch into the third and final story of this fucking trilogy of hell, of from hell. Um, and, uh, the story is J- J- Jukija Contessa of Blood And it's basically just A knockoff of the, the Story of Elizabeth Bathory She's like this um, Countess Who, or Contessa I guess in this case Who just Collects up these really Hot blondes Who live Vergens. in this village Huh? Vergens. Virgins, yeah <laughs> like I couldn't figure out why she was saying that. <laughs> like was it supposed to be an accent thing? I don't know. you know what I don't understand about any of this film is like with with the first story that was supposed to take in place in France, these people are speaking with French accents and occasionally use a French word, but they're speaking in English to each other. Yes. <laughs> and then in this story this presumably takes place in, like, some medieval Eastern European country uh, or territory or whatever it was at the time, and everybody's speaking with these generic Eastern European accents, but they're speaking in English to each other. Yes. <laughs> it's complete fucking nonsense. Anyway, so, um, yeah, it's uh, this focuses on Jukija, who is this... Yeah, like I said, a, a countess of this territory who presides over this village that is that is populated by only really hot blondes with fake tits, which <laughs> who are, is amazing. Who are all virgins. <laughs> right, they're all virgins. And it's amazing that they managed to get fake tits <laughs> during the medieval period. <laughs> Um and uh, yeah, she basically goes around the village and collects up these virgins and brings them back to her castle, and then cuts them open and bathes in their blood. Again, if you've if you know the story of Elizabeth Bathory, is basically the same thing, except you can read about Elizabeth Bathory and you don't have to sit there and watch her examine herself in a mirror for five fucking minutes. With nothing
0: else happening Or watch her bathe in blood for 10 minutes With nothing else happening
2: Yeah and you know it's like Again Taylor I love boobs (laughs) Boobs are one of my most favorite thing in the world And it takes a lot for me to have no Interest in them But damn it, if this took This didn't take that away from me (laughs) Because there were no shortage of boobs in this Segment and I had zero interest In any of them at least, like, not for long. Like, like at first, it's like, you know, 30 seconds, a minute long. And it's like, all right, cool, cool. And then it's like, where are we going with this? What, yeah, something what's, what's else going to happen now? Yeah. And then it doesn't. Like, nothing happens. She just, she just bathes in the virgin blood. And then she's just cutting them open. And, like, apparently, whoever, you know, apparently Glenn Danzig thinks that the human body is under... Like the, the human vascular system is like under extreme pressure because every time she cuts somebody open, it shoots out like a fucking jet. <laughs> um, and seriously, I mean, that that's all that happens in this. She she just bathes in blood for like fucking 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. The, the just, climax is she eats somebody's heart.
2: Which is a huge heart. You know, <laughs> your heart is supposed to be as big as your fist. Yeah, this is about
0: the size of Andre the Giant's fist
2: Yeah, like that girl Was gonna die anyway, so (laughs) And it's weird Because she like cuts her open And then you think the girl's dead And then she reaches in And pulls out her heart And holds it in front of her face It's still beating And the girl is clearly still alive She's like moaning And then she bites into it And she's like, ugh Like she can actually feel her biting into her heart (laughs) It's like, no, 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 I don't think it works that way. <laughs> um, and then it just ends. Yeah, and then it goes back to Morella, who's in Drukisha's bloodbath. And she's like, okay, well, we'll see you next time, kids. And I'm and like, please no. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, I don't, I don't think so. And she's just sitting there for, like, fucking... 35, 45 awkward seconds, just bathing in this blood. It's like it's like the like Caden Cross was just sitting there waiting for them to turn the camera off. It's like, are we are we done? So uh, are we done? Cut, Glenn? Or <laughs> it's like, damn it, Caden, I am busy, I'm busy, busy. <laughs> and then, uh, and then that's it. That's that's what I spent an hour and a half of my life doing.
0: Yeah. I have all the regrets. Man, when you put this on the calendar, I was like, god damn it, <laughs> cuz I knew this was go- I knew this was going to be a disaster.
2: I didn't like I thought it was going to be enjoy like an enjoyable disaster though. Like I thought this was going to be like some good laughs. But well, yeah, there was people it.
0: saying it was so bad it's good and I'm like, when does that happen?
2: yeah, no no sir. Like it was fun to sit here And, like, take jabs at it, but, uh, like, sitting there watching it, even if you were in the room with me, like, I would have been like, what the fuck is this? If I didn't have to watch for the show, I would have shut it off.
0: It was, like, a low-budget, like, uh, public-access version of Tales from the Crypt. (laughs) Yes.
2: Yeah. It was, like, yeah, like, some kind of weird, shitty cross between... Tales from the Crypt and, like, Elvira or something.
0: <laughs> and Red Shoe Diaries. Sure, yeah. Because it was softcore porn for most of it.
2: Yeah. Like I said, there's there no shortage of tits, which was what would have been great. But you know what? There were tits without a purpose. And, you know, that's like living a life without purpose. <laughs> <sighs> um. I'm like reading here <clears throat> some guy from Vulture saying that it follows in the tradition of Ed Wood and Tommy Wisu or Visu. It's like comparing this to the, to the room, which is a garbage movie, but it's like fun to watch and laugh about. Um, or, or even plan nine, which again is like, it's plan. Nine is actually not as bad as people give it, you know, give it credit to be. Um, but even still, like compare this to them,
0: that's like an insult to bad movies. Like this almost seems like it was trying to be bad, but it wasn't, which makes it worse. It's,
2: yeah, it definitely wasn't because that is not what Glenn Danzig does. De- Glenn Danzig takes himself more seriously than any other person on the planet takes him seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, wow, just, I can't even, I cannot put into words how bad this movie is. Um, It hurt me deep inside. (laughs) And, like, my wife saw most of the last one, most of Drakesha, and, like, I was sitting there, and I must have, like, just been looking I, I must have just looked like I was in agony just She's like is this and... almost over <laughs> she, she said is this almost over Because you look like you're being tortured <laughs> And uh When it was over and you know It rolled in the. I just left it going For the credits because we were Talking and then it rolled back to like The main screen in Amazon And she could see that it was a rental She's like you paid for this <laughs> Like I know, I know And it's like I'd love to say Oh it was only four dollars But that's Like I could have I could have bought other things With four dollars
0: Yeah I could have bought bought, like like Two Cliff bars
2: Yeah I could have bought like a Like a bag of chips And a soda Yeah And I would have had A more enjoyable time Eating those Eating and drinking that Than I did watching This fucking movie (laughs) It's true um. The, yeah I, I don't really know what
0: else to say About this do you, do you have anything else to add I mean one of the only benefits is that Since it is a uh, anthology You kind of get a reprieve In between the stories <laughs> Yeah it's like you know that this Shitty story is going to end
2: soon And like for the first two You have hopes <laughs> that the next one Is going to be better And that does not happen
0: Nope. But but still. Um, like, it even looks cheaply made. It's not like it's, you know, the camera work is great or anything. Like, it looks like it was done on a cheap camera. Right. And one camera. It's, Denzig was it, like also it, the DP, by the way. <laughs> of course he was. Yeah, he's not going to give somebody <laughs> else control. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and it's like,
2: it was it, it was shot like a cheap porn is what it was. Yeah.
0: And it's like you would um, think that Danzig like yeah, you know, people know Danzig's a tool, but he's, you know, he his music and stuff is so horror inspired that you think, "Oh, Danzig's making a horror movie. That could be really good." Yeah. But it's this. <laughs> it's so bad.
2: Um I'm going to I give this a two and I only give it a
0: two because I did appreciate the boob, the boobs, the, the boobs Even and, it, and, and the blood. I will say that the, the gore effects could have been much worse.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, they could have been worse.
0: They could have been I, on I par they, with the rest of the movie.
2: <laughs> there was one part where there was like a decapitated head.
0: Oh, that was awful. It's like,
2: that was so bad. It looked like it was out of like a fucking 70s exploitation film or something. And it's like, how hard is it to make a fucking head cast? It's like, if you're making a movie and you need a decapitated head, you know, pull up some fucking capital to make a goddamn head cast so you can at least get a decent prop.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like the head in Evil Dead 2 was better than this one. And that was made in the 80s for $14. Fourteen dollars, yes. my college <laughs> kids. Yeah. Anyway,
2: yeah. So uh, two. Did I say that? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm right there with you. Okay. Like I want to give it a one, but I was like, yeah, there are lots of boobs, and the the blood effects are good, so I, it. I'll give it a point, but. All right. <sighs> um, man.
2: You know. I don't I don't recommend that anybody watch this <laughs> no. I'd love to say watch it for a laugh but just just don't there are other things that you can watch that you might actually enjoy
0: to a, to a degree like that's the thing is that it's not the kind of bad that you can like laugh at and make fun of
2: yeah exactly
0: it's just the kind of bad it's, that's just painful to watch
2: yeah I would have loved to have been able to just sit sit here and riff on it. Um, and, you know, and have a laugh about it, but it was so bad that I just wanted to turn it off. Yeah. It's like, I wasn't, I wasn't like sitting there saying, okay, let's see how bad it can get. (laughs) I was saying, this is already bad and I want it to stop.
0: (laughs) I want this to not be in my eyes anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And, you know,
2: I knew it right from the start. Like right from the start, when that chick had eyes in her tits, I should have known. <laughs> I mean, I, I did know. I like this is, I mean, like oh, this is not going to be good. That <laughs> was not a good effect. Well. yeah, no, it was, it was terrible. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so that, that's it. Those are our reviews, and that's that's the end of the show. This this is show. Yes. <laughs> the show. <laughs> that's the end of the podcast.
0: The podcast. Hey, you on the elliptical. Yeah, I see you. You don't say a (laughs) fucking word.
2: (laughs) Um, But guess what, kids? We're going to be back in a couple more weeks. So get hype on that. We'll be right back here Uh, in our own homes. Right. But, I mean, hopefully... We can get back to normal after that. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Regardless, we will be bringing you quality content like this every other <laughs> week.
2: Man, I tell you, editing these has been rough. I bet. Usually, usually I can just, uh, um, I can just kind of listen to it and you know, pick through anything that might have gone bad or anything that we, you know, if we just droned on or there are any awkward silences, I can kind of clip those out. But with this, like, I'm having to sit there and babysit the entire fucking thing. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. (laughs) Big fun. Especially that that part in the middle where the phone kept fucking up. Yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be great. Anyway, so we'll be back in a couple weeks, and when when we do, Taylor, what are we going to be watching?
0: We're going to do Ready to Rumble, round two. Oh, yeah. Two more pro-wrestling-themed horror movies, including Pro Wrestlers versus Zombies and Powerbomb.
2: Man, I tell ya. It's, it's probably gonna be some quality programming right there. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Alright, uh, but... Yeah, so look forward to that, guys. Um, and in the meantime, you can find us online. Taylor,
0: where can they go? They can go to graveplotpodcast.com Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, if you send us, us e- send us an email and let us know that you, <laughs> let us know that you did that. Tony will send you a magnet, coronavirus free. Um, yeah, I got wipes and everything, guys. <clears throat> he will he will wipe your magnets. Uh, Make sure you follow us with, my on... dick. <laughs> with his butthole. <laughs> uh... <laughs> That's extra.
2: They got to pay extra for that.
0: Uh, if you, if you just want more of Taylor and Tony and who can blame you, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as Grave plot podcast, or on Twitter as grave underscore plot. And, of course, if you would like to contribute to the show monetarily, head over to patreon.com slash Podcast.
2: Yeah. So, all that being said, we'll be back in a couple weeks, guys. Until then, I am Skeletoni. I'm Taylor of Terror. This has been the Grave Plot Podcast, where we're all a little dead inside.